Welcome to The Lowdown, Carers Links podcast for unpaid carers in East Dunbartonshire. My name's Katie and I'm your host today. And the theme for today is we'll be giving you the lowdown on well-being. And to help me do that, I am joined by Shannon, who has just started working with Carers Link as a well-being worker. Um, the post is new for us, so I've asked Shannon to come along and talk to me about well-being, what it is and how we can help carers. So welcome, Shannon. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, why you wanted to become a wellbeing worker with Carers Link and what kind of things you do very briefly in your role? Yeah, so I am Shannon and I applied for the job with Carers Link because I used to do some support. I used to support children and um, young adults with additional needs and I loved that. I loved working with people and every day being a little bit different with you can help be helping someone with one thing one day and one thing the next and then it ended up in hospitality during the pandemic but my heart wasn't really in hospitality I really love I like helping others I love having a chat and yeah just wanted to just do a bit more um, and then when I seen the post for carers link it just sounded like a really nice place to work and also well-being as a concept I thought was really cool thing to be looking at more closely because you know it won't be news to anybody that we know that unpaid carers don't prioritize themselves um so yeah to have somebody like me in a position where we're looking directly at like how can we help you use the most of your limited time to yourself to take care of yourself and I just I just thought I would be good at it and I just thought it would be a really nice way to make a difference. Well, obviously, the interview panel thought you'd be good at it as well. So there you go. There's <laughs> confidence in you. Um, I think one of the things that's kind of important to get clear at the start is is what is well-being. It's a word that that's kind of banded around a lot, and and potentially it means different things to different people. So, what what would your definition of of well-being be? Yeah, definitely. I think it's a word that yeah people can can think of it differently and it, and it maybe put them off um talking to someone like me so I think it'd be really good to go into that well-being is just anything that makes you feel healthier or happier I think a lot of people think of physical health which it, it does of course encompass your physical health but also your emotional and mental well-being as well so you know anything from small things like you know I would just like to spend time in the garden to walking more physical exercise tackling diet but then of course anything that could improve your mental and emotional well-being like socializing more taking up a hobby going to a group or big changes like if someone wanted to try to cut down or quit smoking or alcohol those kind of things anything that is going to make you feel a bit healthier and happier is your well-being and nothing's too small no change is too small if you feel like yeah just what oh, planting a couple of flowers in the garden oh, I used to love doing that like that's your emotional well-being just those kind of things yeah I think that's really is yes it includes so many different mm -hmm. things doesn't it I think that's that's going to make your job harder obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many love a challenge <laughs> so. yeah 
why you, you mentioned that carers often don't prioritize their well-being so why do you think it's particularly important that carers do look after their well-being i think it's important aside from just that everybody deserves and has the right to take care of themselves i think looking at carers specifically it's important to prioritize their well-being because you can't be your best self for someone else if you're not feeling your best so that's a good way to look at it for anyone who thinks oh it's a bit selfish of me to be going and joining my walking group it's not because if you come home and you're feeling great you're going to be you know better than if you've been in the house and you're feeling miserable so if anyone who's taking care of someone else it's not selfish to prioritize yourself because the better you're feeling the more you can give to others yeah I remember someone saying to me one time you can't pour from an empty cup absolutely yeah Yeah. it might feel like it's being selfish but actually it's doing both you and the person that you care for will will benefit from it yeah so someone might not realize that their well-being's not good are there any signs that you could maybe look out for that would maybe make you think oh maybe I should be doing something or is there a point often do you find when people come to you and they say well it was this that made me realize I needed to do something about it at the minute because I'm quite new I've been reaching out to people more than them reaching out to me but I would say you know don't wait until you feel really down about your physical fitness or you feel really down you know your your mental health really struggling see if you're thinking like oh do you know I could probably be doing a bit more for myself or like oh do you know I'm kind of missing my such and such group that I used to go to I'm feeling a wee bit sad you reach out then you know don't you don't have to wait and I'm not a GP you don't need to feel that you're wasting my time I would absolutely love to jump in as soon as you think get in touch with me and I'll give you the information like as soon as you're starting to feel a wee bit like there's anything you could do for you please come and see me because I would love to put you on the track (laughs) yeah so it's more if you think, oh, I'd love to do that, but if there's a yeah. but in there, then, then yeah. you can come in and, and maybe turn that yeah. butt around. Absolutely. <laughs> in many yeah. ways, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending on what you're looking for. So generally, what kind of things can people do? You've mentioned briefly some of the things that they can do to improve their well-being, but mm-hmm. is there anything kind of a bit more detail that, that maybe people who decide they don't actually want to contact someone, but they could do it themselves, they can maybe try mm-hmm. themselves. Are there things that they could do? Yeah, I would say, I mean, I've mentioned it a couple of times because it really is the winner, but for your physical and mental well-being, if you can spend time outdoors, even if you can only go into your garden, if you have a garden, but if you can go for a wee walk a day, it really is a a curer of lots of ills. Also socialising, if you're able to get to a group, whether it be online or in person or, or meet your bestie for a coffee you know it's it's really really good to keep socializing again that's one that people will put off because they'll think well well, why should I go out with my pals when the person I'm caring for can't come it's really important that you do take that time for yourself if you're able to socialize so those are the kind of things try and get out even if you can only make it to the garden but if you can go out and about on a walk or to meet somebody or also the online groups, like that's something that you can do from home. A lot of the time you can squeeze that in, even if you could only come for some of it. And yeah, just keep in touch with other people. That's a really good way to to keep feeling a wee bit happier. So that's that's an opportunity for us to plug Carers Link a bit with us, yes. <laughs> with the Carer Cafes, if people want to go to them. And then there are online groups as well. 
um, yeah. if they wanted to join them. And, and if you do want to find out about any of those, um, if you go to our website and go and look on the calendar. Um, and the exciting news, Shannon, is we're planning a walk, aren't we? We are. We are. It'll be my first like event, my first walk with Carers Link. So I'm really excited. It's at the very early stages. We only decided on the date yesterday. So yeah. And I promise if you do come along to that walk, I will not talk the whole time, just only for some of it. <laughs> for those of you, well, you won't have met Shannon yet. I've, yeah. I've only met her briefly, but she can talk. Oh, yeah. So, so don't worry about silences. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you think, oh, I want to have a coffee and a chat with somebody, but I don't have a friend to meet up with, contact me for a wellbeing review. I'll come to your house and we will put the world to rights. And if you mention dogs as well, that's the other thing. Yeah. She'll be off forever. Don't give it all away. Keep, keep oh, some sorry. secrets. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait. So I didn't say that, folks. No. Maybe we'll get it edited out. <laughs> Right, so we've kind of talked about how it can help, but if someone did contact you and, and, and we're looking at what kind of process would you go through? What kind of things would, would, would happen? So if you get in touch with me or with Carers Link for me for a wellbeing review, we'll organise time and location that suits everybody. So I'm happy to come out to people's houses, but equally we can meet for a coffee, you can come to the office, whatever you're feeling. We could do Zoom, we could do phone call. And then the actual review official part is just a little form that we go through together just talking about general health kind of regular things that you're getting done you know are you getting your dental are you getting your eye checks done a couple of one to tens to to figure out what kind of things could be improved on sleep is another a big thing that we'll talk about in in that review as well because that's a big part of well-being and then we'll have a chat and decide if you want to set any goals which you know just means make any wee changes and how I can help with them what potential barriers there are because you know as we know unpaid carers face a lot of barriers to prioritizing themselves and so what those barriers are how we can try to work around them we'll put a wee plan in place and then I will follow up and say after a couple of weeks whatever the decided time and say how is it going at your knitting group that you joined to make new friends or at your walking or have you yeah you know been swimming like we said those whatever it is and just we'll just see how we go from there so I'm just thinking of the thing about the, the eye test and all this is that just making sure that you're doing the very basics in looking exactly. after yourself as well exactly. and, and that's, yep. which is important and mm -hmm. and again it's that time thing isn't it that oh I haven't got time to go mm -hmm. to the opticians mm -hmm. I haven't got time to go for this scan or whatever like that so mm. it's it's just encouraging people to to look after their their health and then their, their well-being and, and mental well-being as well so i'm just thinking have you you've you've had met a, have you met a couple of people so far I'm just, yeah i'm not naming names well not no. naming names, but i just kind of think have you identified yet what a most common issue is well, I mean, none of these things will be surprising to anyone listening to this, I'm sure. Uh, nobody's sleeping very well, but, you know, th that's for all sorts of different reasons. So with a couple of people that I've met, we've talked about a couple of different things that could help, but that's hard to tackle. But overall, it's just a lack of time to themselves. That is the big barrier to them prioritising themselves. If they do happen to have an hour or so to themselves, it tends to be, you know, you have to shop or maybe they, they then have to cook and that kind of thing. So it's just looking at ways that they can prioritise themselves, even though time to yourself as an unpaid carer can understandably be really tight if it exists at all. 
I'm just thinking the the sleep thing, just if anyone listening, um, we did do a podcast way back about sleep, um, which will still be available. But one of the things that I'm going to be working on with Shannon is is getting more well-being stuff onto the website. So I'll I've just made a note to myself um, so listeners can see whether I do actually follow up on this um, (laughs) to put the link to the sleep podcast actually onto the website so people can ac- access it more easily. Yeah, I think because... sleep is definitely a huge um, a huge problem. And as we all know, sleep deprivation or constant nights of a rubbish sleep, you just feel mm. rotten. And sometimes you, you just don't have the energy to do things that you know would be good, you know mm-hmm. would make you feel better, but it's getting that first foot out the door or yeah. bottom of the chair kind of thing is, is Absolutely. the hardest bit. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody does want to get some help with their well-being, what, what's the best thing to do? How should they get in touch? So, well, you've said yourself, we're on the website. My face is on there along with my email address. And I have a phone number as well. Is my phone number on there? Or I don't think email... it is, but I'll put it in the show notes, Shannon. That's what I'll cool. do. Cool. Phone number. <laughs> so we've got phone number, email address, so you can get me there. Caters Link has social media or well you can put my email address in the show notes as well so anyone listening to this all my contact info will be there just send me a quick email or you can call the caters link number and say that you you heard how fun and enjoyable I was and you would like my help with your well-being (laughs) can they put you in touch with me and they will put you in touch with me so yeah any way that you can get in touch with caters link you can ask for Shannon ask for a well-being review and I will get back to you ASAP do you you said you follow up how long would you stay in contact with someone if you're doing the well-being review well-being support as long as they would like to and as long as makes sense so if somebody has one small thing that they want to do like they want to join their local craft group and that's really going to make them feel better and then I follow up and they say yeah I love it at the craft group I feel complete that's me finished I can then say okay cool so if they don't want me to call back I don't have to if they want to set a date for quite far off because they feel like everything's going to be okay they can if it's a more ongoing and you know it makes sense in that situation for me to follow up once a week then I will for as long as that that is the best way to support someone that I'm here to support you one-to-one you know in whatever way makes the most sense for what you're trying to change and how you would feel better so everything will be just personalized to that carer their needs what they're looking to change and we will just figure it out together as we go i think yes that's important isn't it it's what you want as as, yeah it's not what carers link wants it's what you want as an individual Mm -hmm. absolutely a couple of years when we had the young carers doing podcasts they always had a question at the end that they uh, (laughs) asked and i've decided that i'm going to follow up with that one (laughs) so my question to you shannon is what is your favorite flavor of ice cream Oh, so this is this. Well, can I have two answers? So I live in Helensborough. I don't know if anyone's been to Helensborough, but we have an ice cream shop called Dino's. Dino's do the best vanilla, just vanilla ice cream you've ever had. It's absolutely stunning. All of my best childhood memories are me having a wee vanilla Dino's sitting out by the seafront looking at Helensborough's famously beautiful beach. But if it wasn't from there, I would have to say pistachio. Right. Okay. So if you need a well-being trip out to Helensborough <laughs> yes. for an ice cream, maybe that's what everybody should ask for, yes. Shannon. And then please you do. can go with them. 
yeah absolutely the more people I can spread a bit of Dino's for the love to 100% get in touch with me okay that's great so thank you very much Shannon for joining me today thank um, you for having me you're very welcome and in terms of the the next couple of podcasts I've got two lined up one is Karen's Link has two new members of staff recently so um, Scott has also joined us um, and he is joining as the employability coordinator I think that's it yes coordinator is his title um, so he's going to come along and talk a bit about what employability is which actually ties in with well-being doesn't it Shannon because if you want to get into work then it can make you feel better absolutely um, and the other one is uh, someone from the Citizens Advice Bureau is going to come along and talk about coping with the cost of living increases that we're all facing. So, so that's the next two lined up. And then I think we'll have to go back to doing an office banter one because they're quite good fun. But if you have any questions about employability, if you have any questions about the cost of living and, and what you can do to mitigate that, um, or if you have any suggestions of other topics that you would like to be covered, then... That would be brilliant. Just if you can get in touch again, the contact details will be in the show notes. And we would love to hear from you. If you wanted to join us to talk about employability or, or cost of living, then you'd be very welcome to do that as well. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you for listening. And we look forward to speaking to you again in the near future. Bye. Bye.